Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. Happy Thursday morning. Good morning, Kemper, your host with the most. And today I'm joined, as always, by the Ron Weasley to my Harry Potter. I've been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Ethan Gelfan, that was your choice, by the way. Ethan, what's happening, dude? Well, I mean, let's be honest. I was kind of going through the characters. I'm like, I'm no Dumbledore. Hermione's way too good for me. Uh, I could be a character that just dies, but... I'm definitely a Weasley. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. That's a good call. Um, I I have limited knowledge of the entire series. Really, I have seen <laughs> the first like three or four movies. Like we saw them when they came out. Always entertaining. Just got it too much to like keep up with at some point. And then I think the people who really know it, like you, that's like people who've read read the books too. So I, I didn't have that kind of commitment. It's kind of funny how I started. So when I was actually when I was at Wake, uh, I came home for a couple summers, obviously. And one of the jobs I had, I was working at the Boston College Library. And yeah, random job. It's not like I was at the front desk telling everybody to shush. I was down in the basement. And my job was literally and this is again, this shows you how old I am. My job was to put those little metallic strips in the binding of the book. So like the alarm goes oh, off if you try and take it. Yeah. So my job was that and to also iron on you know, the little code when you try and look for the books, like, oh, yeah, those three numbers and the author's last name, those first four. Anyway, Dewey Decimal? I'm talking about Dewey Decimal System? Basically. Okay. So that was my job all all day. But I did have the best boss in the world. Coincidentally, his last name was Beer. So just a great guy. Um, So I had the best boss that he would just give me two hour breaks, just at least three a day. I'm like, oh, Thanks, boss. <laughs> so one day I was just thinking like, wow, I'm kind of bored. I don't have anything to do. And on his desk was the first Harry Potter. So I was like, oh, I got nothing else to do. I'm not a big reader by any means. When I was a kid, I did not like reading books. I just I was never a big reader. But I'm in a library. What else are you going to do in a library? This is in the Stone Ages. So the Internet was just a thing. So um, I started reading Harry Potter and I honestly could not put it down. So within the first, I probably finished the first five books in about two months just because, Dang. you know, my boss would just give me these long breaks. I'm like, well, as soon as I'd finish a book, just go to the shelf and get the next one. So it was pretty cool. Uh, I got to finish those five. And then again, that was before the last two would even come out. So then I had to wait. Uh, so that was fun. They were really good. And now that, you know, I'm a dad. I want to get uh, Addison, my firstborn, involved. So started reading it to her when she was about three or four. And wow! We read the first two, yeah. So she just That's loved early. listening, and she had she had a pretty good retention rate. It was pretty impressive. And I figured, you know, the first two are pretty light, nothing too dark about them. Um, but after we finished the second one, I'm like, we're gonna take a little break because I don't. Again, yeah. your knowledge isn't as in depth as mine, but it gets a little. They start getting darker. So we. Well, also I remember took that. Like a, yeah, so we honestly took about a year off, and then we'd read two more the next year, 
and then kind of take another year off, kind of let her get older and just kept going from there. So it's pretty sweet. Um, she loved it. She's now a huge Potterhead. Her seventh birthday was a Harry Potter birthday. Um, so yeah, it's good times. But the rule was wow. we always had to read the book before we could see the movie because the books are way better. Yeah, well, then I feel like you're going to just like set it for a letdown. I mean, it's cool to see it all like brought into right. live action, but yeah. every, you know, everyone always says like the books are better than the movies. You just got a lot more detail. I mean, in that sense, it was really cool. I'd be like, so Addison, what were the differences or what did you see? And she's like, well, they didn't talk about this and this. And I'm like, okay, wow. Oh, I gosh. didn't remember that. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's all in. So, so, uh, sorry, a little Harry Potter nerd coming out in me, but good times, man. I, I, well, I recommend we, reading them to Miles. We may have to uh, phone a friend then whenever you get to the trivia section. If you got to bring Addison in, then I understand. I, shoot. I'll, I had just, a, I'll, pull her out of, I'll pull her out of school right now. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do i had a uh, similarly boring-ish job summer job when i came home from college one summer and i worked as the jailer in our small little jail in, in my small town <laughs> so uh, no joke this is always like people are always like give me an interesting factor random thing I'm like yeah i was a jailer for a summer first off it paid <laughs> so, like 12 bucks an hour so it was like the best job in town basically i was gonna say that's pretty damn good but second off what you had to do is like they were they were like probably six or seven jail cells in this little small town jail. And one of them was like the pit that had like 10 bunks in it where like a bunch of people could stay in that one. And then the rest of them were all these like double cells and there were like a couple single cells. And all I had to do really is every half hour I had to just like walk out, walk the hall, take a look inside of each of the cells to make sure someone's not doing something they're not supposed to do. Like sadly enough, like, like there were a couple people who'd be on like suicide watch. It's like check in on them, oh, you know, and so wait, and, how old were you again? I was like 19, 20. Okay. Gee, and you, but I, so but I, and the only other thing like this. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's no real danger. Cause like they're all locked up, right? right? They're all behind bars and like locked. I had all the keys and stuff, but like, I would have to get them out if they had like a visit. I'd have to go get like a sheriff's deputy. Come with me. I'd have to open the, open the door, let them out, take them to the little visiting room. Wow. Um, not conjugal visits. I saw your face. Not conjugal visits. This is jail <laughs> I'm talking about here. <laughs> say that'd be an awkward walk. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about jail. But the so like the only real responsibility I had was check on them every half hour and then make them food. So like every morning they got cereal and for lunch they got like a ham or a turkey sandwich. And for dinner can they I ask got what, TV dinners. Can I ask what type of cereal? Are we talking like Lucky Charms or like Raisin Bran or Bran Flakes? It was uh, mostly bland, like Cheerios, Raisin Bran. They did get a choice, which is kind of nice. Ooh. I thought it was really friendly, but it was, there was only like three choices. It was like Raisin Bran, Cheerios, or um, Rice Krispies or something. I can just picture and them then like for, just filling out those little room service sheets that you get in the yeah, hotel, yeah, slips it to much. you under the bars. Here you go, kid. Yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And then I would do like TV dinners. I'd like bake those in the oven. I'd cook all these and it'd be like, you know, like 30 of these things at once. So wow. that was a little intense. But I thought of that because you talked about all the downtime you had in this library job where you're just kind of sitting there doing nothing. So a lot of the time I didn't have anything to do. So what I would do, two things. One, I had access to the database to look up any criminal record of like anyone in the town. Wow. <laughs> so like I could go check and be like, um, I look up like my basketball coach and oh he no, didn't criminal record. He didn't have a criminal record, but he had like several call-ins to complain about noise i was like what a crotchety old man like what is it? like he's like noise complaints and he's calling in to be like these neighbors are loud or whatever i thought that was really funny the other That's thing amazing. i got to do the other thing i got to do was 
there were all these training videos on tasers. And so I just got to watch taser <laughs> training videos like on repeat. And it was just like this, it was a bunch of these videos of this guy who was like a martial arts master who like felt no pain kind of thing. He's like, I could meditate and you could hit me with a brick and it doesn't hurt. And like this guy, and he, he like, he like flex up and then some guy would shoot him with a taser and he would just immediately fall down. And be like, <laughs> So he did, he was not, uh, Invincible not to the taser. <laughs> not invincible to the taser. So I found that highly entertaining as like a 19-year-old. And so I just watched all of the training would, videos on tasers. I would find that highly entertaining as a 37-year-old. So please, if you find those, send them yep. my way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you can look them up. They'd be a little old at this point, but uh, very entertaining. Awesome. Very entertaining. Wow. All right. I like uh So kind of opposite end of the spectrum for your to my job, but interesting tales. Library, <laughs> jail. You know, you know you, you, both quiet, right? Was the jail quiet? It was pretty quiet. The jail was pretty yeah. quiet. It was weird when there were like people from my high school that I went to school with that were like oh, okay. locked up. <laughs> oh. Hey, Bobby. How's it going? <laughs> like, oh, one of them Say was uh, one of them was Bobby and one of them was Simon. And then I remember he kicked out the back window of a police car when he got arrested. And I was wow. like, hey, Simon, what's up, man? <laughs> I, gave, I gave him an extra, gave him an extra donut because we were boys. <laughs> well done. Well done. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So wow, super random. Super um, random. Anyway, from Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm not sure how to segue that into our uh, DFS last week, but I'm just going to jump right into. Uh, but DraftKings. Camp, I think I think uh, we do owe it to our our listeners. We actually have a correction from our last episode. So stat correction, a, um, a stat correction. This is a mea culpa on both of our ends. So didn't even notice it. So uh, last episode we were focusing on Lost one of the greatest shows of all time, greatest cliffhangers, all that good stuff. Um, Kemper referred to the flight as Oceanic 108. I completely went with it. I said, that sounds perfect. That sounds right. Who picked it out? Who who called you out on a Kemp? I'm, I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to say so who it was. Jane was my Doe. <laughs> Jane <laughs> Doe. <laughs> um, it is actually flight. Oceanic Flight 815. So listeners, we apologize for the yeah. uh, inaccuracy of our statement. We want to make sure we are on the up and up. So we owe it to our listeners. So it is our bad. We will not yeah. have those. One, we'll see. 108, 108 was a significant number because you had to push the button yes. every 108 minutes. And then you also, so, if you add all the numbers from the lottery ticket and from the button pressing, you add them all together, you get 108. So 108 was like a significant number. I just still an important number. Important number. I just, I can tell you when I said it, I was like, that doesn't sound right, but I know 108 is like a big number, so I'm just gonna roll right. with it. Hey, and I couldn't happens. think of any other number, so there you go. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, thank anyway. you, thank you for that. For all the listeners yes. out there, we want to make sure you know we're we're all Very about important. accuracy. Well, we know Ryan uh, so, Hill was listening because uh, I was calling him out last episode, so Ryan, that was for you too. Sorry, Ryan, he's a big loss fan as well. All right, so uh, last week in DraftKings, Ethan absolutely murdered it again, so this is what we were laughing about saying his fantasy team was garbage. DraftKings was amazing. 174.9 points. I had a measly, a Ron Weasley measly, 108.68 <laughs> points. I got absolutely smoked again. I mean, you had Cordero Patterson, you had DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had a big game. Like, that's four guys that had 25-plus points for you. I mean, it was yeah, just... I, it was, my it was only... My only misses were actually the two people you and I had together, so it didn't even matter <laughs> in our head-to-head matchup. Joe Mixon, uh, you know, he he had a touchdown but didn't do that much, and Odell Beckham were really the only two misses yeah. I had. Otherwise, just yeah, I I was on fire. <laughs> You're on fire. So that was uh, not good for me. You jumped right back up to that 85 point lead, 
um, you know, hey, we this thing has sea salt already, so we know we can be caught. But yikes, not good. Uh, you're <laughs> at three to one in the weekly as well. I'll take it, considering I'm the inverse in our league. So I'll take that. That's right. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm glad we're both doing well at something. I'm not gonna lie. Been kind of frustrated with my squad in our league. So I, right, I, I literally just came up with this idea. So. If my team loses this week, and unfortunately I'm playing your brother, so if I lose to him again, I'm going to be even more enraged. But uh, <laughs> my team loses this week, I'm going to open it up to our many listeners and let them kind of make the decisions for me. Because clearly what I'm doing is not working. So I'm thinking, I'll open it up, let them tell me who to start sit within reason. I'm not going to bench Tom Brady for like Andy Dalton, who's going to get me two points when he's on the bench. Um <laughs> Within reason, but I'll, I'm just going to open it up. You guys, the listeners, you tell me, you tell me who to start. You tell me who to sit. You tell me who I need to pick up or what trades I should be proposing. Because at this point, if I lose this week, I'm just flabbergasted and I need a change. So what do you, what do you think of that idea? Is I that think a that is a idea? phenomenal, phenomenal idea. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Number one, you are going to bench Tom Brady and you're going to have to play Justin Fields. Number two, <laughs> you're going to be making a trade for Joe Mixon. <laughs> everything's gonna come back to bite you You're gonna is, deals. Oh. like son of a bitch but you know what they might work out they might you know as we talked about in seinfeld i just need to pull a costanza and literally just kind of go against the opposite of what my gut says and yeah uh, maybe that will do good for me so yes keep listening because if i lose this week you the listeners are going to be deciding my team from here on out for the foreseeable future so We'll keep you updated, and I hope I beat Creighton's brother, Kemper's brother Creighton. But you know what? This could be exciting. I absolutely love this, and I'm I'm for maybe the first time ever. I'm actually rooting for my brother on this one. So. <laughs> Fantastic! I'm just bringing I'm just bringing familial unity within your family. That's right. So there you go. That's right. Appreciate that. So, sports book. This was a freaking disaster, and I'm I'm ready for a rant. I'm not going to do it. But again, the Titans <laughs> screwed me twice. This, this game, the Titans game, so I had an under. It was a 44-point under with the Jets. The Titans, it's 9-7 to seven at halftime, all right? I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I expected. Neither yep. team can move the ball. The Titans are throwing to absolute nobodies. The Jets just suck. And all of a sudden, the Jets come out and are start, like, slinging it in the second half. And, the, you know, the Titans secondary is garbage. Can't guard anybody. All of a sudden, it's like they've hit the over, and then the Titans have to, like, tie it to go to overtime. And I was like, Crap. So first off, the over's gone. So there's one bet. But oh, then like I'm afraid the Titans are gonna lose the game and they're part of my parlay too. So of course they go into overtime, Jets get a field goal, Titans look completely inept, and then miss a field goal and lose the game. And I'm like, uh-huh. great, you screwed me twice on one pick. So that sucked. I won't be betting on the Titans again until they get their shit together. I'll just say that. I mean, that's fair. That is fair. The Brown uh the Browns beat the Vikings by a touchdown. Uh-huh. This game was actually really close the whole game. And there was a, the Vikings had the ball and they were driving with like less than a minute left. There was a chance they could have tied it up. Honestly, it was, it was anybody's game there at the end, but the Browns defense, man, they just, that's two, two weeks in a row. They're looking really good. I mean, I feel like that's the tale of two teams. You got the Browns defense carrying them the past two games, obviously with Chicago and, and the Vikings and the offense is looking, I mean, against the Vikings, their offense just looks stagnant. What do you think that was? It's just bizarre. Uh, Nick Chubb has dropped off a little bit. Baker doesn't seem, I don't know. Just seems a little off to me. Baker's I mean, a little banged Landry's up. Landry's hurt. Yeah, Baker's hurt. But what do you think? There's, yeah, with Landry out, they don't have anybody else to pass to. Austin Hooper is kind of a 
nothing at this point. Their second yeah. receiver with with Landry out, you thought it could be like Higgins or Donovan Peoples Jones or somebody like those guys aren't doing anything. So it's really down to Beckham. And when the other team knows it's down to Beckham, they they can double cover bracket coverage. I mean, they can try and take him out of the game. He's still healing up himself anyway. So and they were running the ball fairly effectively. I mean, Chubb almost got a hundred yards as he always does quietly, just 97 yards or something. Kareem Hunt actually had a good game, but I think they just, they want to run the ball more than they throw it. And especially if Baker's a little banged up and they don't have any receivers, even more reason just to slow the game down and run it. So that's what's happening there. And then um, I had the bucks minus seven again, so annoyed (laughs) by that game. The rain, I think absolutely played a factor, but yeah, the uh, rain was huge, geez. the emotion in it, but I think it was definitely the rain. I know people are saying that Tom was overthrowing it and you were saying he was throwing it really hard, which he was, but he doesn't miss those throws. Like, yes, you could say the New England Patriots defense did a very good job doing some different things, throwing some different things at him, but he literally just missed throws. And I think the rain did make a big difference. You know, you'd see him just kind of lift up. There'd be so many times Antonio Brown was wide open on the side and it just went lit up a little bit so yeah rain was brutal it was literally a downpour so yeah i gotta say like i'm not in any remote caliber anywhere near an nfl quarterback but having at least thrown a football around during a game i can tell you (laughs) if your nerves do get up at all you're gonna you're gonna grip the ball tighter and when you do that especially when it's wet you're gonna overthrow and your throws are not gonna be as accurate yeah you're gonna sail it and so that's exactly what you saw with him some I do think I do think nerves did play a part in it. I think he, I think two things. One, just the nerves in general of the moment in the game. But the guy's been in seven Super Bowls. I got or ten. He's been in ten Super Bowls. I don't been think the nerves ten. are like not really going to like stop him. You know. But I will say, I, I can't help but think part of him wanted to prove he still got that strong arm, and that's why I kept saying to him the first half, I was like, he's throwing it hard. Like he's throwing yeah. lasers. You were, and you when were the weather's like that, that, you don't you don't want to throw lasers. So I think that hurt him a little bit, but. Either way, um, I didn't know it was going to be a monsoon up there. I should have, honestly. You should look into that stuff when you're doing bets. But um, So I got screwed there. I'm just going to pull a Jalen Hurts this week. Though. I'm not going to stare at this turd in the toilet. Oh. I'm going to flush it and move on. And uh, I've got some new bets this week. We're going to see if we can ride the ship. This week will be better. Just flush it. Give us an update on the do it board, E. Do it. Do it. Do it. So quick reminder, we've got uh, three players across three different um, – positions and we are tracking them throughout the whole season seeing who's going to get the most points uh at that position so it's not your typical stars at each position these are when we came up with our preseason rankings these are kind of the guys that we had the biggest discrepancies so we're like whoa 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 you don't think that guy's this good or whatnot so we said all right let's match them up and let's see how they go throughout the season uh so a quarterback he's got his boy justin fields i've got matt ryan uh, Matt Ryan had a big week last week, so that really kind of helped me extend the lead. So Matt Ryan Freaking is currently four ahead. Touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Matt Ryan is currently ahead of Justin Fields, 79 to 25.3 points. Again, Yikes. this is in the Yahoo Yikes. Standard League. Um, that's how we do our scoring. At wide receiver, uh, both of our receivers laid an egg this past week. We had Chris Godwin. I had Chris Godwin. He had CeeDee Lamb. Your boy CD's kind of dropped off the past couple weeks. Um, yep, he only got yep. he only got you three three points this week. So Chris Godwin currently holds the lead over CD at forty four to thirty. Uh, and then at running back, this is where it's going to hurt you. Um, even though your boy David Montgomery had a huge week compared to Chris Carson, who did not. 
actually with this huge week, Montgomery pulled ahead. He is currently sitting at 41 and a half points while Chris Carson is at 35 and a half. Uh, but injuries do play a part, so you're going to be missing him for a few weeks, which is a dagger for yep. the do-it board. Not good. He'll be uh, not good. We're wearing, the, wearing that invisibility cloak. So, sorry, man. You won't be seeing him for a little bit. <laughs> like now, at I least Chris there? Carson. I do. I, I like that, bringing it all back. At least Chris Carson randomly seeded a whole bunch of carries to Alex Collins, and I'm hopeful that that means something. I have heard something about like his neck. He had like a neck injury a couple weeks ago. I don't know. They, maybe they're just managing his workload, but... That's my only hope is that he kind of yeah just either they rest kinda, him or they yeah I don't know he'll just happen. be phasing out You're like just do that just for the next five weeks please <laughs> phase him out all right uh, pick him pick him last week I pulled a ahead a of Ethan oh, on wait, the weekly at least Kent before our picks him pick him don't forget we did have our our weekly do it bet uh, so last week we had the quarterbacks of the NFC North um, so you had Aaron Rodgers I had Kirk Cousins Kirk started off great. For you know, got that first touchdown, looked good, and then yep. they did nothing. Disappeared. Um, it disappeared. So you won that week. Aaron Rodgers had a good solid game. So you won this week. Well, Boom. Then. All right. I needed that. I needed a W somewhere. Um, I did get one more point than you and picks can pick them this week as well. That was that uh Washington <laughs> and Atlanta game Dang. that we picked opposite of each other. It came down the wire. I mean, they, they both tried to Atlanta lose that game. <laughs> yep, they, they both tried to lose. Um, unfortunately we were both losing to Leslie who's killing it. She's in the oh driver's my seat. Gosh. No three, three games up on us. So we got to make up some ground there. I feel like I should cookie. change my name. I mean, she's got the best name in the league. So if I change she my name, have... that'll help me catch up. I don't think anyone knows what the Dobo is. So yeah, I probably would. True. All right, let's make some picks for this week. Let's see if we can write this ship as well. Got a lot of ships to write. I don't know how we're going to do it. <laughs> true. I feel like a prisoner on Azkaban. Is that a, is that a thing? Did I make yes, that an appropriate the prisoner reference? of Azkaban? Well done. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like. Yep. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> All right. We've got Thursday night football. The LA Rams are traveling up to Seattle for an NFC West rivalry week. Rivalry. What are you liking this game? Well, I mean, my gut and everything is telling me the Rams, but it was just surprising how they kind of came out flat against the Cardinals last week. Um, you know, all t- all good teams are capable of having a week off. I still think the Rams are extremely talented all across the board on offense and their defense led by Aaron Donald. So even though going to Seattle, uh, I just think they're going to be a little too much for the Seahawks to handle. So going Rams. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, again, I like the Seahawks. I like Russell Wilson a lot, but I think there's too many weapons on both sides of the ball for the Rams on this one. Seattle's defense, not as strong as LA's. That's going to give me the edge. I think the offenses are kind of similar. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Rams as well. And your boy Tyler Lockett is settling back into inconsistent Tyler Lockett. So told you that hurts. <laughs> told you. Uh, so DK next, needs to get next, going. DK. I mean, he's been solid. He just hasn't had those blowout games yet. Those 152 yeah. touchdowns. He's just been good. He's been good. Uh, all right, man. Next, we're heading back to your old stomping grounds, Atlanta. Your your favorite Jets are facing those Falcons. What are you thinking? This one's actually across the pond in London. So that's kind of exciting. Kind of takes away that home field advantage. Uh, I'm not sure who the Londoners will be cheering for here. (laughs) I, I think this is so wild. I actually think the jets can pull this off because when they get Jamison Crowder healthy, they've now got two weapons at receiver. The Atlanta defense is so bad. The jets defense is slightly better. And, um, 
they're not running the ball very well. Michael Carter is getting more of the lead back carries, which is kind of interesting. I don't think he's a true lead back, but he's a dangerous pass catching back. Um, I don't know. This is this is like picking two garbage teams, right? I mean, like I don't know who to pick here. I'm going to go with the Jets and just think that maybe they've got some momentum after that Titans win. I was going to say you just want to give them more credit since they beat your Titans, so I get it. Um, just for the I'm Super Bowl, gonna... <laughs> place that bet right now. Lock it in. Um, I'm actually going to go with the Falcons. I keep picking them. I can't quit them. Uh, obviously, I'm following my boy Matty Ice, so. I mean, their offense is showing what they can do. The Jets, I just want to see a little more consistency out of them. Obviously, prior to the Tennessee game, they did they looked like a dumpster fire, especially in offense. So, you know, if they can pull together, shame on me, but I want to see more than one game. And right now I'm I'm seeing the Falcons. Also, you know, Zach Wilson played at BYU. That's that mountain time zone. So that's still two more additional hours difference than the Atlanta Falcons. So he, he's going to be tired. That's man. true. He's going to be tired. In yeah, that's very so, true. A lot of jet lag, extra jet lag there. That's true. <laughs> uh, you clearly haven't been a Falcons fan in your in the past because uh, no. having been a Falcons, at least a Falcons supporter or someone who follows a team for 10 years, like, um, yeah, you're like, I'm still hanging on to hope. I think they're going to pull it out. And you're like, mm, no. No, this is what they do. This is what they okay, do. Okay, but keep in mind, where am I living right now? You talk about holding on to hope. That's true. Detroit, That's true. We'll Detroit get to that. Lions. We'll get to that when you pick them to be the Vikings here in a minute. <laughs> All right, we've got Green Bay going to Cincinnati this week. What do you think here? I'm going with Green Bay. They're really starting to put it all together. Rodgers is looking like himself, like his MVP, MVP form. Uh, would have liked to see Aaron Jones get a little more involved last week, but they're putting all their weapons together. Randall Cobb shaking off the rust. How about that? Looking like five Look years out. ago, Randall Cobb. Yeah. I love how that was the one offseason acquisition. The Packers like, Aaron, we'll do anything for you. Here's Randall Cobb. Like, Oh, thanks. Great. That's what he wanted. <laughs> he did want That's Randall. Um, I do like the Bengals. I like they're young. I like what they're doing. I like Joe Burrow. I like Jamar Chase. I don't like Joe Mixon. He might not be playing. Uh, so I'm going Packers on the road. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I like the Packers on the road here. They are rounding into form. Uh, the Bengals are scrappy, but they're also like in close games against garbage teams that so they shouldn't be. I think Mixon sure. being banged up, if he doesn't play, that that definitely hurts this team as far as the balance they're trying to strike. I think they're going to get T. Higgins back, which is a which is a big win. Gives them three weapons at receiver, and I know Green Bay's secondary is banged up, so Burrow could have himself a decent day here. I think Rodgers just finds a way to control this. And I'm, I'm going Green Bay as well. Going Green Bay. All right. Well, staying in Green Bay's division, uh, the NFC North, we got my Detroit Lions visiting the Minnesota Vikings. What do you think in this epic matchup? Uh, Vikings. Vikings. Do it. I like the Vikings. Yeah. He, he likes <laughs> the Vikings. And I think I like the Vikings. I'm sorry, Detroit. It's so funny, you know, since I'm living in Michigan now, I hear all the local radio stations. And oh, yeah. what was the most hilarious part to me was preseason. Like, you know what? I'm I'm liking this Coach Campbell. I'm liking what the Lions are going to do. I see them getting nine, ten wins. I'm thinking, are you on? Oh, sorry, I won't in go that In what far. world? <laughs> exactly. I, I know there's Homer calls, but these are literally like radio show hosts, like your sports analyst hosting jobs, not call-ins. So anyway, it's Vikings. Lions cannot... They had one good half against Green Bay. I'm off of them now. It's it's the Vikings. They looked bad last week, man. They looked real oh, bad. Man. They, they couldn't against get anything a ripe going. team in Chicago. They could have picked that off, but nope. Yeah. Nope. All right, we got Denver traveling to Pittsburgh, take on the Steelers. These teams uh, have got some injury issues as well. 
But the Broncos coming off their first loss of the season. Steelers seem like a dumpster fire. What do you think here? You know what? Originally, I was picking the Broncos, and I was feeling pretty confident about it just because of how poor the Steelers have looked, especially Ben showing his age. And I don't know, just they have not looked good. Um, But now coming out of the Denver Bronco camp that Teddy is still in the concussion protocol is kind of concerning. I'm still riding with the Broncos um, just because I still think their defense is solid. And they still got some weapons with Cortland Sutton. They got Melvin Gordon in their backfield. Uh, Drew Locke is obviously the wild card. He did not look great last week against the Ravens, but hoping that just get the shivers, the shivers, get the uh, rust off of him too. But hopefully Teddy can come back. But yeah, I'm picking Denver on the roads. Probably not a good pick, but I don't like Pittsburgh either. So that plays a part. True. I hear you. Uh, Maybe you could expellorama is that a thing expel what's it called <laughs> Expelliarma. or or maybe stupefy i don't know yeah do one of those to drew lock and get him to not suck oh no i, I almost got it there you almost okay got it. i almost I'll got do it to ben roethlisberger he already sucks so <laughs> uh anyway i i am like you said i'm concerned about the teddy bridgewater injury if he's out i i think the steelers can take care of business their defense is still solid um Denver doesn't have as many weapons with the injuries they've got. And so Drew Locke, again, he's garbage. I'm thinking that he's going to play and that Teddy's not going to play. So I'm picking the Steelers in this one. Okay. There's, is that our second, our second mismatch? I like it. Is our second Uh, different pick? I think so. Yeah. So now we got a matchup of the Floridians. We've got the Miami Dolphins visiting the three and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who's he got? Yeah. This one's pretty easy. Going to go with the Buccaneers <laughs> on that one. Miami has looked so bad, and uh, Tampa should steamroll in this one. Uh, Gronkowski's out, but uh, I think I think this is a get-right game for Godwin um, and maybe even Evans, too, who looked good in the first half against the Patriots, and they kind of took him away. So I think this will be a Buccaneers roll. Yeah, Buccaneers, Dolphins. For a team that had high hopes coming into the season, obviously they lose Tua, but... They just have been very disappointing. So I'm going going Bucks at home, even though they're both at home. They're close enough. <laughs> close enough. All right. In Tampa. In Tampa. The Bucks. The Bucks. All right. We got the Saints traveling to Washington to take on the football team. Who do you like here? <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm going with Nathan Favre and the Washington football team. Uh yes. he's such a wild card. He can just he, it's basically like he's playing with no fear. He's playing with house money. And so I'll tell you what, that can be a dangerous thing. And he's looked good. We talked about him last episode and hell, you might want to pick him up as your backup quarterback. And the saints are just too up and down. You never know what you're going to get with Jameis. Uh, Kamara has been so up and down again. I know that a lot of that rides with the quarterback and kind of the play calling and, and the flows of the game, but man, I cannot just figure out this saints team. And, you know, even though Washington's had some head scratching losses, I still think they can pull it out, put it together at home and, and get this win. Yeah, Washington is weirdly more consistent. Like they 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 get in close games with everybody. I think they're going to play to the caliber of their opponent. Like the Saints could just not show up, and that's they just that's might scary not to be me. There, period. <laughs> yeah, Jameis might actually get the wrong directions and not actually physically show up. Uh, they did get Taysom Hill involved last week, and that was working for them. But the Camara stuff is weird. They don't have anybody else to throw it to. I like Washington at home in this one. Nathan Favre. 
he's one of those guys that's going to like, he'll probably end up getting a contract from somebody and then he'll be total garbage like the next three years, you know, it's like a magic season. This happens, you know, they don't have enough tape on the guy well, and he's just a gamer. He's playing with house money. A la Matt Cassell with the Patriots that one year, uh, Brady tore his ACL, bringing Matt Cassell, the backup Cassell, to Carson Palmer. Into- yeah, why? I keep saying Cassell. Gee, I think it's Sam Cassell, Cassell like the old Sam Cassell player. Matt yeah, Cassell. He went to Kansas City, didn't he? Didn't he get a big deal at Kansas City? He did. He got, yeah, he got over there, got a huge deal. He had like one solid year and then he talked about it. But he stayed in the league for so much longer as a backup. I think he was a backup in t- Dallas for a little bit. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Heineke could pull a Matt Castle and get a good deal out of this. So good for him. Take it when you can. All right, next we're heading to Charlotte to see the Carolina Panthers taking on the Philly Eagles. Carolina getting a big uh, acquisition here. He may not be able to play for a couple weeks, but getting a big acquisition on the defense end in Gilmore. So what do you got, man? Yeah, they're they're scrounging to get defensive backs and people in the secondary. So that's the second deal they've made now to yeah. Um, fill that that secondary backup with JC Horn out. Um, I don't think he's going to play. I think he's I think he's still out a couple of weeks with his injury. Yeah, it's week and six. All that. He'll be able to come back officially. Week six. Okay. Okay. So it uh, doesn't help him here, unfortunately. Um, I do think <laughs> McCaffrey's like practicing. <laughs> he might be back this week, which is wild. He was in full pads yesterday. So um, to miss one week would be incredible. Although I would say if you got Chuba Hubbard and McCaffrey. Don't drop Hubbard because if he's coming back yeah. after one week with that hamstring strain, you're you're setting yourself up for more issues down the road. I like the Panthers here. I think this will be a really good game. Um, I do think the Eagles give them a run for their money, but I think the Panthers just better all the way through. And uh, I'm taking Carolina. Yeah, I've been a Carolina fan uh, just seeing what they've done so far this year. Again, I keep talking about Matt Rule. I don't know why. Is he like my man crush on the coaching end? I don't know. You love him. Um, I don't know why. It's not like I was a big Baylor guy or anything like that. It's just, I don't know. I read about He's him. He's a good coach. You can't deny yeah. it. Um, yeah, Carolina's just solid top to bottom. Sam Darnold having a great year. I think he's just so mm-hmm. happy to be out of New York. So I'm going Panthers just based on the resume so far, and I like them at home. Yep, I agree. All right, Titans, here we go. Tighten up, baby. Titans heading down to Jacksonville. Take on the flying Urban Myers. Are you liking this one? It's got to be Tennessee. They can't, they're going to have a revenge game after last week with the Jets. Hopefully, they're getting a little healthy. Is Julio playing? Is AJ Brown going to be in a boot? Like, what's what's happening? I'd rather AJ in a boot on the field than what we're trotting out right now. True, um, but regardless, AJ has practiced. AJ has practiced, and Julio has still not practiced. That's the latest update. Jeez, uh, even From with yesterday. those two guys gone, I'm still picking Tennessee. I mean, Jacksonville. It's never good when your head coach is making the headlines. So going Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Might have lost some focus there. Um, this is Derek Henry loves to play the Jaguars. So this is if you're you're gonna see a two hundred fifty yard game out of him, it's probably gonna be this week, especially without <laughs> other options. So uh, I couldn't squeeze him in my DFS lineup. He was so expensive, but I really wanted to. He's gonna he's gonna roll Jaguars. If it weren't for the urban stuff, like they have looked a lot scrappier. They've yeah, got a lot they of pride. Are they're playing and hard got some and talent. They got some talent. They're young. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't feel great about this. I'm picking the Titans for sure, but I don't feel great. it would not stun me if the Jack, if the Jaguars beat them. And I would just be don't, like, what the hell? Don't be one of those Homer teams. who are like, Oh, we're not that good. You know, we're probably going to lose to the terrible team. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Don't be that guy camp. Well, it literally just happened. 
to the Jets, <laughs> who'd had zero wins. They were 0-3, if you don't remember. Oh, so, remember. yeah, that's why I'm that guy. Fine. Speaking of which. Uh, speaking of which, Homer team, we got my Patriots visiting your Texans. What you got? <laughs> Not my Texans. Uh, as long <laughs> as Davis Mills is still quarterback, I'm I'm picking against the Texans here. If Tarod was on the field, I'd actually think this would be a decent game, but uh, I got to go Patriots here. They look the defense yeah. looked good last week. Mac Mac Jones is getting in rhythm. He's starting to turn some things on. I think they're gonna. I think they'll take care of Houston. Yeah, I was really encouraged by Mac Jones in the last game, just his composure. Uh, and even though they literally ran the ball seven times, I think they'll probably make that more of an emphasis to get that involved. Texans are yikes right now, just with quarterback situation. Um, I was looking at the Patriots for their defense on fantasies, uh, daily fantasy, and that was way too expensive. So sorry. Way too expensive. Yeah. yeah. So Patriots, let's see what let's, I just want to see a big complete game from the Patriots. I know they only have one win and that one wins was against the jets. I just want to see a good old fashioned Patriots game where they just stop a team. It's been a little bit. I just want to see that. Hopefully this will be, it. you might, yeah, you might see it this week. Um, all right, so this is interesting. We got the Bears. My, Of course, my love for the Bears, apparently, heading to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Justin Fields has been announced the starter for the rest of the season. Thank it's you, Jesus. Official. Someone literally had to hand puppet Matt Nagy to say that. They, they had to shove a hand up his ass to make him say that because he was not going to say it. He was not going to say it. The guy is an idiot. But it's Justin Fields and the Bears going to Vegas. What do you think? Vegas had a little bit of a letdown playing against the Chargers. They played them tight. You know, it was a real close game going into the half. Then they kind of made one little uh, miscue so that the Chargers could go up, get one more score. But I still like what I've seen from the Raiders. I really liked Derek Carr. You know, got uh, Joey Bosa getting under his skin, finding out after the game that basically he was saying, once we get to Derek Carr, get him once or twice, he's going to be rattled. He's going to be shook. And you saw that. So Derek Carr is now playing with a chip on his shoulder. Watch out. Watch uh, out. So I'm going Raiders. I'm going Raiders at home. Uh, against your field-led Bears. So I got into a rabbit hole yesterday of Frank Caliendo doing John Gruden impressions. Yes, you did. His Twitter. <laughs> My God, it is so, so good. And uh highly recommend checking that out. He does the best. I think that's probably his best character. He does a ton of really good people, but John Gruden is his best. And you would see it because like he posts the most John Gruden content out there. But really, really good stuff. I'm... I am unfortunately taking the Raiders in this game as well. Too complete of a team. The defense is solid. The offense can roll. Uh, I think they'll bounce back against the Bears, at least on offense. Um, I am excited about Justin Fields. I I think I've said that a few times. I'm excited that he's got the job and they're going to unleash him. I liked some of the progress last week. I think they've got a couple more things they've got to do. They've got to get more design runs for him, and then that'll open up the underneath routes for Allen Robinson, and all of a sudden it's going to be a more complete team but I think they're a couple weeks away from that. And the Raiders are going to be a tough challenge. All right. Yeah. We'll see what he can do. Now that he has that confidence knowing that he's the starter from here on out. So it'll be interesting. Uh, yep. All right. This is, this is an interesting matchup. We have the Cleveland Browns visiting the Los Angeles super charges. Um, what are you thinking in this one? This is, this is a good game. I think this will be a good game. And the Browns, as we mentioned earlier, the defense is stifling right now. Uh, yeah. The chargers are, kind of also stifling right now. So I, I expect a lower scoring game here. I give the edge to the Chargers offense who is rolling right now. They'll have some trouble against Cleveland, but it's just a much better offense than Cleveland's, I think. So I'm going to go Chargers here. 
I too am going Chargers, as you said. I mean, I agree with you 100%. The offense is looking great, um, and the defense is is solid. You know, obviously led by Bosa, but Cleveland just their defense is obviously looking great as well, uh, especially the past couple of weeks. But their offense is just not is sputtering right now a little bit, and I just think the Chargers will just be able to flat out outscore them. So it'll be close, but given the edge to the Chargers. Yep. All right, NFC East. We got the Giants going up to the Cowboys. What do you think here? Cowboys are rolling. Uh, I know the Giants got the big win and they're looking better, but Cowboys are rolling. It, it pains me to say it, but I'm, I'm going the boys in Dallas. Yep, I got the Cowboys as well. They've established that run game now, and Zeke is playing is playing out of his mind. Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Giants still a little banged up. Yeah. Next, we get to the NFC West, a matchup between the 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. Interesting matchup. Yeah, I'm still I'm gonna stay in the same boat I was with uh, the Rams and then the Bucks before them, which is like until they lose, like I'm having trouble finding the flaw here. So I'm taking the Cardinals at home. Um, the Niners, we're still not sure if Jimmy G's gonna play or Trey Lance is gonna play, but I think the I think the Cardinals are a more complete team right now, and they're pretty unstoppable on offense. Cardinals got some good wins already. I mean, obviously beating the Rams last week. Uh, so they're just figuring out a way to put it together, figuring out a way to finish games, to win games. And, and that says a lot. So you're right. You know, we got to keep riding with them until they show us the reason why we can't. So I'm, I too am going Arizona at home, San Francisco. Again, they're kind of a little bit Jekyll and Hyde. So I'm, I'm going with the more consistent Cardinals right now. Yep. All right. Sunday night's going to have a great matchup. This is AFC championship last year. This is a good one. Buffalo traveling to Kansas City, Sunday night football. Who you got? Man, this is a it should be a great game. You know, it's supposed to be a, a great game last year in the AFC Championship game. I know the, the Chiefs kind of uh ran away with it towards the end against Buffalo, but man, these are two good teams. I know Kansas City's record's kind of funky, but that does not speak to who they are. Oh gosh, it's in Kansas City. I think that might give them the slight edge just because Buffalo's been playing so well, especially on the defensive end, and Josh Allen had a huge monster game. Um, but man, this is tough. I gotta go with Kansas City. Uh Tyreek is a monster. We'll see if Flash Gordon gets the a nod this in this Sunday. Um Mahomes is obviously a beast. Yeah, this is tough to call, but I'm going Kansas City at home. Yeah, these are two teams coming off of pretty monster offensive performances. They're they're maybe peaking at the right time. This this is going to be a clash of titans. I'm and I heard Josh Allen say, you know, Arrowhead's probably the most intimidating place to play, and so I agree that that home field advantage is a real thing. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills here. I think it's right. I I think everything you said is totally right. That defense to me is the difference maker, and the Chiefs yeah. have got the defensive players to be a great defense, but they have not played like a great defense yet. They Buffalo yeah. has. And so I'm going to give Buffalo the slight edge. I think it'll be a great game. Yeah, I was. it was literally a, a toss-up for me. So I, yeah. I got no hate towards the bill pick. Yep. Okay, then we're finishing it off on Monday night. We got the Colts visiting the Ravens. Yeah, I am, uh, I'm going with the Ravens in this one. The Colts, they're still kind of stumbling around. I mean, they got Jonathan Taylor going last week. That was good. Carson Wentz has not looked great. If the Ravens can take away Michael Pittman, there are no other weapons in the Colts receiving core. So I'm going to go with the Ravens here uh, after that big win in Denver. Yeah, uh, the Ravens look good in Denver, especially on the road in a hostile environment. Denver is always a tough place to play. And, you know, they're they're at home now. I think they're kind of finally settling into themselves a little bit better. Um, 
So I'm picking Baltimore. Indy's a little too banged up. The consistency is not there yet. So I'm going Baltimore at home. Word up. There you go. There's our picks. We've got a couple different this week, which is better than last week. See how we do. See how Dirty Jalapeno does as well. Yeah. I hope she just picks everyone we didn't. Yeah. Well, that that might work against us, <laughs> depending yes. on how we do. <laughs> Dang it. Um, hey, it's time for a little trivia break. What do you say? You want to test that uh, Harry uh, Potter knowledge you've been flexing? <laughs> is it sad? Is that like nerd win if I get them all right? Or what do we think? Um, you know what? We've we've owned that nerd badge for a long time now. I don't I don't have any shame in that. Okay, that's fair then. Then yes, let's I'm, do this I'm, thing. I'm honestly, yeah, I'm honestly more like upset that I don't know all this stuff. So <laughs> like a wannabe nerd? I don't know. Okay, so I had to dig some of this up because I don't know most of these answers, but I think this one is a softball for you to start it off. Oh, don't tell me that. that. We know what happened. Keep saying that. This was on the easier category, at least. Being a parcel mouth gives one the ability to speak to what creature? All right. Yes, that was a softball. So I appreciate it. Speaks to snakes. Speaks to snakes. Boom. All right. All right. Yeah. So I would not have gotten that right. So there you go. (laughs) Apparently that was easy. Okay. One for one. Here we go. Number two. For his 17th birthday, what color did Hermione turn the leaves on the Weasley's crabapple tree for Harry. Holy buckets. Oh man. So that was clearly in the last book. Oh man. Uh, I'm just going to go out and just make a guess and say gold. Gold. Make a guess and say gold. Are you kidding me? And here comes my nerd knowledge. I was thinking, you know, Harry plays in Quidditch. He loves Quidditch. He's a seeker goes for the golden snitch. What the heck? Gold. I'm a nerd. I'm sorry. Yep. That was a full nerd sentence. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Wow. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know okay. half the words you just said. <laughs> you might as well be speaking uh, German or something. Parcel mouth. Parcel mouth. You might as well be speaking parcel mouth. I'm not a snake. I did not understand that. Okay. <laughs> number three. Two for two. Great job. Number three. Dumbledore has a scar above his knee that is a perfect map of what? Oh, God. That I do not know whatsoever. I mean, I feel like I remember him mentioning it. Perfect map. God, it's probably some weird kind. I'll just say Albania. (laughs) It is Albania. No, it is not Albania. (laughs) It is is the London, the London Underground. Okay, random. That has to be like literally a throwaway line in a book, but I'll take it. Was it? I again, I don't. I cannot imagine. Maybe it was like. Maybe that was stupidly difficult. I don't know. No, but hey, I pre- somebody knows it. I guarantee you. If you ask, I'll go. Oh, yeah. I know a couple of Potterheads here. I'll ask them that. Question. Addison, Addison might know it. All right, <laughs> she does. Um, what What is the name of the secretive radio program set up by the Damn Order it. of the Phoenix? Damn it! Damn it! So once again, this is in the last book, which I should know better because we just finished it a few months ago. Oh, man. So this is when they're all on the run and they have to do it in code. I know Ron is always searching for it on the radio. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you a hint. It, no, yeah. I don't need the hint. It literally just came to my head. Is it Potter Watch? Potter Watch. It is. Yes. Look at oh, you. Coming through so ashamed of myself that, again, I can pull these out. Oh, this is embarrassing. 
So my hint was going to be it's similar to a segment that Brian Fantana does in Anchorman, <laughs> which is Panda, Panda Watch. Watch. <laughs> That's about as far hey, that, as I could go with that. That was my birth announcement when Kirsten went into labor. Panda Watch. Panda Watch. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> All right. So three for four. Last one for you here. Again, this to me seems absolutely ridiculous, but it was not on a very <laughs> difficult trivia site. So when All Dumbledore right. and Harry first visit Horace Slughorn. Yep. What is he disguised as? He is disguised as an armchair. Wow. That's yes. specific too. That is correct. Yes. He is disguised reason, as an armchair. The reason why Horace Slughorn is very afraid that the Death Eaters are coming for him. So they think, you know, he thinks that he's on their list, that they're going to come after him. So he sets up his house, his apartment, as it's his already been ransacked like somebody's been coming after him so he uses all these spells to disguise it as such and he is actually the armchair so he thinks it's some bad guys coming in when it's actually Dumbledore and Harry that's fantastic nerd nerd rant complete nerd rant complete so I liked it because armchair they're often armchair quarterback is a phrase that you hear (laughs) about people who try and analyze football like we do and a lot of fantasy football trophies like this one I'm holding right here. Whoa, I've got a man in a helmet in an armchair. Wow. That is amazing. Wait, How about hold that? that up. What league is that? This is from a league I joined last year with my church. First year wow. championship. Well, taking care of business. Come right in and get the title. I, that's a sweet trophy, man. Yeah. The only thing sweet. that's missing, which is what we have on our championship belt, is a place where you can engrave your name. That would put it over the top. Um, oh, he didn't show me one side. Not. There, there it is. is. Nameplate. Wow. The Rolling Tannehills. <laughs> so, I like yeah. it. Yeah, our, our church is called Rolling Hills, and our quarterback is Ryan Tannehill, and he rolls out. I was like, Rolling Tannehills, perfect. That is actually pretty clever. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually hey, not good usually questions. that good with your names. Thanks, good man. questions, man. Those were good. Those were good. You did great. You did four out of five. Pretty good for a mixed bag. I wasn't sure if these were hard or easy or... No, those are good. That was a good, good combo. I'll give Addison and see how she does. Yep, I'll send them to you. All right, we got to hit some DFS lineups for the week. Let's what what say you? Do it. All right. I'm not gonna lie. I put this team together, and I actually don't like it. Um, so I'm just mm. gonna go through it. I'm not. You a sound fan. like a, just... you sound like a homer who's worried about <laughs> losing to a crap team. I'm probably going to lose to a crap team. Your team. Oh snap! <laughs> you are. Yeah, I do have a crap team. I, I'm proud of that. All right, we're quarterback. The the stud, our our boy we have crushes on this whole year, Derek Carr for your Las Vegas Derek Raiders Derek. versus the Chicago Bears. He got Bears. rattled. He got rattled he last game. Rattled, but now he's got that chip on his shoulder because of because of Joey Bosa, so he's fine now. There you go. Uh, so he was for sixty one hundred bucks, middle of the road. Um, you'll see kind of where I spend some more money later on. And uh, so my first running back spot is actually Cordell Patterson. You know, I rode with him last week. I mean, again, it's one of those things, as we've been talking about with trends, keep playing him until he shows you can't play him anymore. And he's yeah, together or the until his price weeks. gets out of control. Yeah, his price right. is still 5900 I mean, exactly. He's playing he, the Jets. We got to get 5900 Exactly. So I went with him. Uh, Leonard Fournette is my next running back in the playing the Dolphins. Got him for a cheap $5,200. I just feel like nice. in the past few weeks, I've kind of missed on running backs a little bit. So I kind of went cheaper this week. I uh, figure I spend my yeah. money on wide receivers because I've been doing better there. So my first wide receiver is Cooper Cup. 
Uh, didn't get him last week, which was good because he had a, a little bit of an off week. But he's going up against Seattle, who their secondary is a little iffy. So he was $7,900. So a little expensive, but I like Cooper. Uh, my next wide receiver, I loved him in the preseason, had him super high in my rankings, bummed I couldn't get him. Is Justin Jefferson of the Vikings going up against Detroit. Got him for $7,700. Um, and then this next guy I have, this is for you, hoping that your boy Justin Fields does well. I have Darnell Mooney versus the Boom. Raiders. Yep. He had a big week. I was just hoping now that Justin's officially the starter that, you know, they're just going to work on that consistency together. So he was only 4,700. I figured it was a good deal. Yep. Uh, tight end darling Dalton Schultz. I actually picked him up in another league, had him started last week, helped me get the win. So that was great. They're playing the Giants for 4,400. Thought it was a good price. And then uh, at my flex is your boy. You love him. AJ Green of the Cardinals going up against the San Francisco oh 49ers. Stick man. <laughs> um, stick man himself for 5100 bucks. And then um, for my defense, I have those same Cardinals going against the 49ers for 2900 All right. Wow. Stick so, man. Yeah, that, that came out of nowhere. It did. You know, he had a good game. Again, my team, I just feel he weird. He's a couple about good it. in a row. Yeah. So we'll, well see. Well, um, yeah, you should feel a little weird. We have three of the same players. No, we don't. Week. We do, yep, oh which is not as entertaining, but we've got a lot different here. There's a lot of, okay. we went in some different directions for sure. So, uh, and I almost went with Darnell Mooney. I had him in my lineup at one point. <laughs> I pulled him out to, to make money somewhere else. So I hope he does well because I did, I do predict he's going to be a, a good rest of the season player. So that's a good call. Quarterback, I'm going Matty Stafford. Bounce back this week against Seattle. Thursday night football, I don't love, but Seattle has been a sieve on defense and uh, they got lit up last week by the Niners. So I'm thinking Stafford's going to come back with a vengeance with Cooper Cup. I'll get to him in just a minute. Uh, running how back, much would, I've got how much was Matty Staff's? Matty Staff was 6,500. Oh, really? Not Damn. that much. Okay, pretty cheap. Yeah. yeah, he came down from last week. This week I'm taking Zeke as my running back. Seven thousand dollars against the Giants. He's been hot, and the Giants' yeah. uh, run defense has not been great. So uh, they are feeding him. They have become a run-centric team that wants yeah. to run first. And that has really hurt CD Lamb, as we talked about earlier, but it's really helped Zeke. So I'm taking Zeke. I also took Cordero Patterson, 5,900 against the Jets. Same exact logic. The guy has been rolling, and until I see otherwise, is too cheap to, to pass up. And I also took Cooper Cup at wide receiver. Right. <laughs> uh, I want to stack him with Stafford. I think um, Stafford and he are going to bounce back this week after getting a little bit shut down last week. The game plan to take him out. You got to remember Debo Samuel went nuts against the same Seattle secondary last week. So Cooper cup, it's his turn. Um, Speaking of which I'm taking Debo as well. Debo's got Arizona 7,100. I'm a little bit worried because uh, Cooper cup got kind of shut down last week. Um, But Debo is kind of their only option at this point. Kittle is still a little banged up. Ayuk is nowhere to be found Um, regardless of who the quarterback is. And maybe even better if it's Trey Lance, I think they're going to chuck it to Debo and he's been so money. And then third receiver, I'm going with Emmanuel Sanders in Buffalo against the Chiefs. He was 4,900. Thought that was a good value to get some um, participation in that game, which I think will be pretty high scoring, especially on the Buffalo side. Emmanuel, as uh, I mentioned last week, he's become one of Josh Allen's favorite targets, and uh, he's not going to get all the emphasis on the defense that Stefan Diggs will. So I think it's a cheap way to get a hold of that game. Tight end, I went with Zach Ertz. I punted on this one a little bit, 3,400. He's had two good weeks in a row, and he would have yeah. paid out 
you know, five, five times multiplier of what his values cost is here. Um, so I'm going to see if it continues. I think it might. Right. I'm hopeful it will. It's only 3,400. It's not going to kill me if he, de- if he has it does. I was going to say, worth the price. Yep. And then, um, I again, I don't like doing this, but I find myself continuously doing it because of the values. I'm flexing another tight end. I'm going Dalton Schultz, just like you said. I'm putting him in my flex this week, 4,400. He's been on a tear as well, and I've been talking him up. We've both been talking him up. So that's the third player we have the same. Wow. Defense, I'm going with Dallas against the Giants. Uh, I'm hoping that Shepard and Slayton are going to have to sit this one out again. And the Dallas defense has actually been pretty legit. And Trayvon Diggs is intercepting oh, everybody. He intercepted everybody say, out there. I think I saw the stat. Like he's a, Is it the first player in Cowboys history to get an interception in the first four games of the season or something crazy like that? Probably. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. He has five interceptions. How much? Uh, and, how and much there's like another thing. It's like he, Dallas D was 2,800. 2,800. Okay. Yeah, not the cheapest, but again, that Patriots D was like forty five hundred or something crazy. Oh my I'm gosh, not <laughs> I'm not paying that for a D. All right, so there you go. Lineups. There you have it. Interesting lineups. Yeah. I can't believe we got three of the same. That's crazy to me. It's kind I of know. Like I intentionally didn't share my lineup with you because I'm like, he's stealing some of my picks and beating me. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, didn't share it. There, here you go. I was gonna say this is we're the most about, we've had. The only yeah, thing I'm a little about, concerned. I don't like the fact that I have Cooper and you have Cooper and Stafford because basically yeah. I'm screwed. I just need, so now I just need Cooper to suck. So that right. you need Stafford that to be a wash too. Yeah. So yep. damn it, man. I like Cooper cup. Now I have to root against him. Thanks for that. There you go. There you go. You'll get to do it tonight. We'll know tonight if we're, if That's we're off true. to a good start or not. All right. I got some sports book bets this week as well. We're going to write the ship here. I like Buffalo plus two and a half at Kansas City. I'm not taking Buffalo on the money line because I'm really back and forth on who's going to win this game. Uh, I do think Buffalo can win the game. There's also a chance it's just a close one or two pointer. So I'll take the points and lose a little bit on the odds. I like Arizona minus five and a half against San Francisco. Wow. Uh, they have just been absolutely rolling. It's a bit of a high spread, but they have been rolling. And that no one's no one has stayed that close uh, other than that Minnesota game. Cleveland versus the uh, Chargers. I like the under. It's at 47 points today. I like the under there. Two good defenses. Cleveland's offense has struggled. They're going to run the ball, which is going to limit the number of possessions. Turn that clock. I like the under at 47. And then the parlay, I've got three favorites, as always, paired together. I've got Dallas over New York at minus 320. I've got Arizona over San Francisco at minus 235. And Baltimore over Indianapolis at minus 320. Pair them all together, you get plus 145. Can we uh, just quickly change the name of Parlay to the Tri-Wizard Tournament? Yes. I saw that (laughs) several places in the trivia lookup and had no idea what it was. Yes. So your Tri-Wizard play, once again, is Dallas, Arizona, and Baltimore. (laughs) Boom. Tri-Wizard Tournament play. (laughs) Expelliarmo. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. You are. I appreciate the effort. (laughs) All right, we got one more do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it bet for the week as well. This one's going to be kind of fun, I think. Yeah. This is your idea, so why don't, you, why don't you share it? Yeah, changed it up a little bit this week. Figured we, uh, you know, we've been doing one player the past few weeks. This week, we decided to look at the games and see which matchup we like the best, kind of an exciting game, which we think is going to be really close. So we went with Buffalo and Kansas City. And so 
obviously in our picks and pick them, I picked the Chiefs and he picked the Bills, which also then worked out into our favor. So I figured, you know what? Let's then pick players from those teams. But instead of one player, we're doing two. Two. So from Kansas City, I am taking Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. And from Buffalo, Kemper is going with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. So we are taking the combined points from those two players and matching them up against each other to see who will be the ultimate victor. So this week, I think Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are going to have more fantasy points than Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. This one makes me super nervous, by the way. But I think Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are going to have more combined fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it, Mahomes and Hill, do it. Do it, Alan Diggs, do it. All right, man. And just remember, you're a wizard, Harry. And on that note, keep on folding that cheese. I'm going to go drink some butterbeer. Huh? Huh? Nice. Fold it. Oh, f- Calvin Ridley's out this week for a personal issue.